Season 2, Episode 64, Slash 2A, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism. Episode 64, 2B, The Parable of the Hid Treasure, found in Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. This parable was spoken to the disciples in the house in Capernaum. And it's a little vague on who the disciples were. I think they were different. They were a company of disciples out of which he chose the 12 apostles. And the house, there were two houses that were mentioned in Capernaum, the house of Andrew and Peter, and uh, possibly their partners, James and John, and the house of the rich tax collector, the publican Matthew, who to be a tax collector, you had to pay a sum of money to the Romans, and it was expected of you, I guess, to skim off the top and take more than you're supposed to take. Anyway, um, they were known for their wealth. Uh, Part of the busy day, which there are 16 podcasts for the busy day, uh, five separate days and uh, well, five five episodes outside of the eleven episodes on the uh, ten parables plus similes and metaphors. Okay, this uh, is based on A. T. Robertson's A Harmony of the Gospels for Students of the Life of Christ, copyright nineteen twenty two, and C. I. Schofield's Schofield Reference Bible, copyright nineteen oh nine. Just to review the busy day because it affects our interpretation, the audience. Uh, it's a lot easier to understand it. He's, the vocal audience is, in uh, episode 61, accused him of being in league with Beelzebub. That's the only reason he can raise the dead, give sight to the blind, heal the leper, and cast out demons. Is because he does it through Satan, as opposed to uh, the fact that he is the incarnation of God. Uh, verse, I mean, episode 62, the scribes and Pharisees demand a sign. Uh, this time the sign they get is the second time a sign has been demanded. The first time was Caiaphas when he began his public ministry in Jerusalem right after the marriage of Cana. He went south to Jerusalem and did many miracles because John the Baptist, I mean, uh, Nicodemus said, we know you come from God because no man can do these miracles except God be with him. And John hadn't recorded any miracles that Jesus had been doing. He started off in obscurity, I think, like John the Baptist did, but he's a year and a half into his ministry, three-year ministry, and he is uh, anything but obscure at this point. Uh, reaching up to uh, Mesopotamia, uh, um, which is really uh, uh, Iraq today and all the way down to below the Dead Sea. Uh, uh, episode 63, Christ's mother and brethren seek to take him home. I'm not ex- I've never read that before, but that's A.T. Robertson's note, so I'll just go along with it. Um, I didn't see it when I taught it. Uh, I do know that they, they uh, there's some question at the end of his life when his family members Uh, try to get him to go to Jerusalem when that's probably not the best thing for his safety. 
Anyway, the Ten Parables plus some metaphors and similes uh, is episode 64, and we're on the um, seventh uh, parable, uh, the parable of the hid treasure. Um, when we finish these ten parables, then he enters a boat, falls asleep, is awakened in the middle of a storm, and he calms the seas. When they reach the shore, uh, he asks to calm the uh, demoniac of Gazarene, uh, who has a thousand demons in him and quite a notorious man, who is sit, sitting calmly at his feet, uh, begs to go with Christ, and Christ says, No, I think you need to speak to your country people here. You're, Decapolis, the Ten Cities, and uh, I'm sure he's an interesting man and, and, and had a great story to tell. All right, um, the parables, just to read them in order, the first parable was the parable of the sower, which is probably my favorite parable, uh, parable of the seed growing of itself, the parable of the tares, which would be my second favorite, parable of the mustard seed, parable of the leaven, which I think is leaven of the Pharisees, explanation of the tares, which the tares were the were the lost, the, those that hadn't trusted Christ, the the wheat were those that uh, children of the kingdom. Um, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, wherever He is, I I'm going to be there. Psalm 23, parable of the okay, the parable of the hid treasure, which is today's parable, the seventh parable. Uh, parable 8 is the pearl of great price. Parable 9 is the parable of the fishing net. And parable 10 is the parable of the householder. All right, so let's start in Matthew chapter 13, verse 36. Because we only have one verse here, verse 44, for the uh, parable of the hid treasure. Um, let's, I just just review uh, the parable of the uh, the tares, the explanation of the tares. G verse 36, Matthew chapter 13, verse 36, Matthew chapter 13, verse 36, Matthew chapter 13, verse 36. Then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house, the house, that's all we have, and his disciples came unto him. This could be more than the twelve apostles, this could be a large number of people, men and women, that were following him. Declare unto us the parable of the tares of the field. The word tare means, it's an old English word, meaning uh, weeds. Uh, Jesus answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man, the Messiah. Jesus the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Christ was his office of Messiah. Anyway, um, he that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man. Old Testament for Messiah. The field is the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but everlasting life. The good seed are the children of kingdom. You're born again into the kingdom. Children of kingdom. Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Children of the kingdom are born again believers. I was born again. 
it'll be uh, 49 years ago next month. Uh, the good seed and the children of the, the good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one, Satan. Verse 39, the enemy sowed them, the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. So I've never been in a group of people that didn't have believers and unbelievers in the group. Not that I know, can you know, I don't have the Lamb's Book of Life, I'm not sure. But if someone is constantly trying to imply that works are necessary for salvation, I really question whether they're trusting Christ or not. He did all the work. There's nothing left for us to do except believe on Him. Who? He, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? Believe on Him who He hath sent, was Jesus' answer to that question. So believe in Jesus Christ. I did that while ago. Verse 40. As therefore the, the, the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so it sounds like when it comes to harvest, first thing that's harvested are the tares, so shall it be at the end of the world. That would be at the end of the thousand year reign of Christ on the earth, right before the earth passes away with a great noise. There is a big bang. It's coming. And the new heaven and the new earth are built and the tares or the children of the wicked one are cast into the fires of hell. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be at the end of the world. It's called the great white throne, and I think that's where the lost are judged for punishment in hell. Verse 41. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, the, the Christ, the Messiah, shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all that offend, that would be the children of the wicked one, and them that which do iniquity, the ones who his death on the cross did not count. Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. If he hadn't believed God, it wouldn't have counted unto him for righteousness. Verse 42, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth. And again, I think anytime you see that, not talking about heaven, there might the tears are wiped away. There might be some tears of joy. There might be some tears of remorse. Um, but, you know, people that aren't there, that you thought were going to be there, etc. All right, uh, 43, then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. In our own righteousness, God hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So we are clothed in his righteousness. It's not our righteousness. Our righteousness are as filthy rags. We are clothed in righteousness as the sun shineth forth as the sun, verse 43, in the kingdom of their father. And you can see why this is such a controversial thing. And um, here it is again. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Uh, I had ears to hear. It's a gift. Jesus paid the price. It's a gift to me. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. 
made sense sounded like a good plan all I got you telling me it's a free gift with no strings attached praise the Lord you understand it Jack said I said whoa at least I understand I don't know if I believe it or not but I understand it and then the John 3.16 part, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I said, wow, sounds like an awful good God to me. I, I truly went to that Bible study hating God because I'd lost my brother in Vietnam. And at, by the time I left, I was anything but hating this great and wonderful God. And here we get to the verse, which is today's parable. It's just one verse long. Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. <clears throat> the parable of the hid treasure. It's like buried treasure, pretty much. That I think you search, you know, people search for treasure a lot. There's a guy down in Key West that did it for years. I think he's passed away now, but he, he found a lot of Spanish gold in the Spanish main, the, the main route from uh, South America to, to Spain in the Caribbean. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like, simile using like or as. Again, for, <clears throat> seventh parable about the kingdom of God. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field. The which, when a man hath found the treasure, he stakes his claim. Finds the gold, finds the treasure. He hideth it. So maybe the treasure was gold. You know that's in the ground and he covers it up and the hid treasure he hides it possibly I mean that thought just occurred to me he hideth it and for joy thereof and the NIV had the pronoun it so I think that that made it simpler so I added it in italics to remind me that it was not in the King James and for joy therefore goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field. Okay, I, I can identify with the joy. When that girl said, if I never see you again, I'll see you in heaven. It just all came together for me. Her tears of joy and the fact that I had trusted Christ or tear of joy that, 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 that I had trusted Christ. She was just, I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know this girl. And she was that happy for me. And I went home and I said, Dad, this is it. And I, and I, there was a there was a bumper strip back then, 50 years ago, said I found it. I, I told Jack, I said, Jack, I want to get that bumper strip that says I found it. I found the gospel. I found the, the gospel of the grace of God. None of these things move me. Neither count on my life dear unto myself that I might finish my course with joy in the ministry which I have received the Lord Jesus Christ to testify the gospel, the grace of God, I found it. And Jack goes, I'm, you know, that's, that's not really a, the people that put that bumper strip out, they, it's not really associated with uh, good doctrine. So anyway, um, all right. So the next podcast, Lord willing,
And I like to say that whenever I talk about the next thing I'm going to do. Uh, is uh, Season 2, Episode 64, going to be the eighth of the ten parables, the parable of the pearl of great price. And it's in two verses. It's in Matthew 13, 45 and 46. And uh, Lord willing, uh, that's the plan today. Uh, to the disciples in the house. So I'm going to say adios to God, which I think is a great way to say goodbye. To God, and also a great way to say goodbye is via con Dios, go with God.